When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's go. We on the road. The next stop, the Super Bowl. Hell yeah, you know we on. We built to do this all night long. Who that? Who that say they gon' beat them Saints? They a lie. They can try, but in the don't we know they ain't. Let's go. We on the road. The next stop, the Super Bowl. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Who dat? And welcome back to Kenachi Chronicles podcast. I'm Rios as always, Brendan Ertle. Today, we're just wrapping up this Chargers game. Um, as I'm recording this, Ian Book's driving down the field for the Saints. Uh, bad ice out this game, but wanted to get a podcast out to you guys as soon as I possibly could, and this game is pretty much over. Um, but what a game for the Saints, and an exciting preseason game for sure, and, and all aspects around it. We saw a ton of players that, you know, are going to contribute a ton this season, finally playing a lot of the starters play. And, you know, I had high expectations for this game, and I think all my expectations for a lot of players were met, exceeded, and I was overall really, really impressed with this performance and what everything went down. So let's break down this game a little bit. First off, we got to start with the offense because that was kind of the highlight of the day. And the job Jameis Winston did in this game gives you a ton of confidence moving into the season, like a ton of confidence. He was sharp. He was decisive. He looked good. His reads looked good. Um, his feet looked good. He took a couple hits too and got right back up, but I thought he looked great. And it was him, but it was also the offensive line. I mean, the offensive line was was very, very good. The run holes were giant. I mean, Kamara came in and looked great. Mark Ingram came in and looked great. Uh, Ingram had two touchdowns. That first drive, it was funny because Dennis Allen said pregame, he's like, I would love a 10-play, 75-yard drive to start out the game. Well, you know what? He didn't really get that because they, they ended up getting a 9-play, 75-yard drive right the gate. And, you know, I was really impressed with, obviously, Jarvis Landry. He had a huge impact early in this game, and it was really, really cool to see him just be a part of this team and make a couple big-time catches. And then Alave as well, you know, his route is something that you don't see every day. It was like it was a deeper, deeper route, but he, you know, he kind of found a groove in the defense and sat and put his hands up. James hit him, and they're in the red zone. So, I mean, I thought this was really, really good uh, for the starters. The only bad thing I'll, I'll write, I wrote down was, you know, Trevor Penning went down later in that drive. He walked off um, and got card to locker room. Didn't really come back. 
So we didn't see him a ton. We saw him for a drive, and he left on the cart with his shoe off. So, you know, not a great sign. I don't think it's time to panic or anything, but I think that it's that it's a good sign that we are, you know, panicking a little bit because he has been playing really, really well. And I think it sucks to see him go down. And I really hope that it, it's just a minor thing. And he, he, you know, he wanted to be safe on it. And you know, when linemen get foot injuries, it's always a little bit more impactful than someone else. So, uh, hoping that it's nothing for Penning. But overall, I think offensively with the quote-unquote first unit, I think we could be really, really happy. And I think you're you're grinning ear to ear right now with what you saw from Jameis Winston, the play calls you saw from uh, Pete Carmichael. I mean, the improvement from Olave, the the first sight of Jarvis Landry, it's been everything advertised for him. You know, came in and made instant impact. You know, it's it's really cool to see. I think the only thing that you could harp on a little bit is maybe about the penalties and things like that. But I thought they looked really, really good. And, you know, Jameis goes off the field the first drive, four for four, um, 59 yards. Um, no touchdowns, but, you know, that's that's fine. I only had one drive. And the thing about it is Andy Dalton comes on next drive, and Andy Dalton gets two drives. He goes five for five, 73 yards. This is what we talked about, you know, in podcasts previous. When Jameis, you know, has to miss a series here and there, if he has to, hope he never has to do again. Um, But, you know, Dalton can come in and bring an instant impact. The offense was clicking extremely well with Winston. You know, Winston takes a seat, and he don't comes on perfect again. And I think that's a really, really good sign. Just, you know, you can mix and match anyone with this offense, and it's it's fun. And I think it was really, really cool for me to see, you know, an offense because we didn't have that last year. So it was cool to see that and the cool to see the playmakers we had. Um, but huge thumbs up for, you know, Dalton, Winston, both of those units, I thought, you know, the offensive line, the first and second units were really, really good. Uh, Derek Kelly came in for Penning. Probably was a lot earlier than they thought he'd go in, and, you know, he, he was a staple. I mean, he was he was solid. So uh, tons of good things to find out of this game. Um, got up early. You know, the starting defense was really good as well. Uh, first unit, three and out. Tyre Matthew made a big-time tackle. Daryl Davis made a uh, got a sack on Chase Daniel. Tend to drive, they punted, and then after that, they kind of started cycling in people. And you know, Chase Daniels, a veteran in this league, he's gonna have success against you know backups, and he did. And he had a great throw on Bradley Roby. I think that was a a big you know eh, play for for him, and got, just got flat out beat off the release. And great throw by Chase Daniel. But those are throws you'll see on Sunday. So good test for Roby there. Um, but there was a ton of good things to see from this from the defense just in general. I think. The, the pass rush was really good, and there was tons of players who stood out. I thought, you know, Peyton Turner didn't play a lot this game, but there was a few passers that stood out to me where it's like, yeah, you, you can see why he's a first-round pick. You know, um, about that, you want to see a little bit more from him. You know, he's going against backups. You love to see a little bit more. Um, another guy I, that really stood out to me was Taco Charlton. I thought he had a few, like, pass rushes where he was like, wow. Like, he just puts the guy on his butt and gets to the quarterback. That's what you want to see from, you know, your depth at D-end. And I think that's going to be a strong point of this defense is this defensive line. Malcolm Roach played really good. You know, David Onyemata was in there for a little bit. It was good to see him out there. Malcolm, uh, Shy Tuttle as well. So, tons of good things from that defensive line. And I think the real positive of this game and the outlook of this, you know, 
preseason was when the Saints starters came in, uh, it looked good. It looked really good, and they, they had success. And the Saints defense had success early in this game, and it was cool to see you know, Tyron Matthew coming in and Marcus May making a few plays and you know guys out there making plays. But the real concern was, you know, when Ian Book goes out there, when we sub in the corners, when we sub in the safeties, the level of play has really, really dropped off. Not in this game. I mean, the backups came in, and they, they made a staple. I think a ton of players, you know, made some money today, for sure. Uh, the, the three names I want to say, Kirk Merritt, Tony Jones, and Justin Evans. I think they all just, you know, not cemented a spot, but I think they just really made it hard to get rid of any of those guys. And I think, you know, Kirk Merritt is probably the longest shot. But what he showed you this game is that he can be a wide receiver. And what he showed you this whole preseason, he can be a wide receiver. He's as experienced at running back, and he can be a kick returner. That is a ton of value. That's three positions in one player at a depth position. And as I'm speaking, also playing special teams. So that's a huge thing for me is that a player can do all those things. I think, you know, if it comes down to it, are you taking Traquan Smith or Kirk Merritt? It's a tough It's a tough question. It really is, and I think that's something the staff is going to have to figure out, and I think they will. But the level of play from each unit that went out there stayed at a high level. I think Ian Book was, you know, not perfect, but he was a lot better. He used his legs a lot more in this game. Um, had a really good touchdown drive as well. Uh, to a touchdown to Kirk Merritt. Kirk Merritt hit the gritty after. So, you know, just tons of good things to see from that unit as well. You know, I'll, I'll go back and watch the film on this game when this game ends, and I'll really dive deep into, you know, the the key players of this game. Uh, as I'm talking, the Saints are needed out. They're going to win this game 27-10. to 10. Obviously, you know this before I do, recording it live. Um, but, yeah, I'm going to take a deeper dive into to the players in this game and who really stood out. Because this is a game where you know you can lose some things uh, in the excitement of the game and seeing the starters in this game, but you know the Saints go to one and two in the preseason doesn't really matter. Um, so we'll get more into the depth of this game later on next week. But what I really want to talk about is something gonna be very 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 little, and it seems like nothing right now. But I got a rant about it. Troy Quan Smith early in this game had a diving play. Ball pops up, gets tipped a couple times. Marquez Callaway catches the ball, runs, he's gone. Touchdown. One of the craziest plays you'll ever see, and it's probably the craziest play I will ever witness. It's like a it's like a video game glitch where something just pops up like that. And obviously it wasn't just hitting the ground and popping up. It, there was a reason because his hand, you know, fell under the ball and he kind of flipped with the ball and it just kind of threw it behind him. And uh, Callaway ran it and scored and, you know, it was a remarkable play. It was a really, really cool play. Here is where I'm frustrated. Very frustrated. These are NFL officials, you know. They can they can review things. They can get things right. Obviously, the play was called an incomplete pass to start out with. Yes. It looked like the ball, you know, full speed. It looked like it hit the ground pretty hard. You review it. You go back and look at it. It's a catch. But for some reason... When Callaway grabbed the ball and is running down the field with people chasing him, then we decide to blow the whistle. I get it. I understand. You thought the play was dead. You don't want to cause more injuries off a play that probably shouldn't have been, you know, in their mind, shouldn't have been going on. But why do we keep doing this? 
why do we keep blowing plays dead? This isn't just an NFL issue. This is more of like a Saints issue. This has happened to us too many times. Yes, it's preseason. Who cares if we get that touchdown or not? In the season, that is going to be an issue. We may be in preseason right now. This is midseason level officiating for the for the NFL officials. This is something that we cannot keep doing. If you don't know, if you're unsure if the ball hit the ground, if you're unsure if the play is over, keep the whistle in your pants. Don't take it out. The amount of frustration I had over that play was crazy. Not because, you know, I, I'm mad they didn't score fantasy or whatnot. It's because this will happen in the season. I know it will. There's going to be a headline. Steelers lose to Ravens because a Blad call, an early whistle, something like that. It always happens. We need to stop. If you're unsure, don't blow the whistle. You just turned a, you know, ESPN top 10 play into a, yeah, he caught it, but we accidentally blew the whistle too early, so it's just a first down. And where do you even put the ball down when, when he blew the whistle? I mean, Callaway was gone. There's people chasing him. Um, they weren't running full speed because Callaway wasn't running full speed. But they were doing that because they blew the whistle. Why are you blowing the whistle? It's a very small issue. It's a very small issue. And I completely understand why they did because that play is something that, you know, we'll probably never see again. But I'm going back to what, you know, years ago, the Saints played in L.A. against the Rams in the Coliseum. A strip sack. I think Cam Drew returned it for a touchdown. They called the play dead. They thought it was an incomplete pass. If you're unsure, don't blow the whistle. So this is something that, you know, it's preseason for all of us. But I don't think it's going to change for the officials. I mean, I don't see improvement over the year ever. So I think this is something that, you know, we got to worry about a little bit. And you always got to have a little bit of luck on your side. So my main takeaway from that is NFL officials in midseason form. And, you know, we're starting to get the bounces a little bit. That's a good thing. The bounces are going our way. And they went our way in this game. Saints win 27-10. Cap off the preseason with a great, great performance. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. It's been a fun offseason. It's been a fun preseason. You know, offseason is not over yet. We're getting close. But, again, I appreciate everyone's support to the podcast. And I'll see you guys next episode. Who that?